The following is a part of the Radio Memphis On Demand service. It originally aired live on Radio Memphis and has been edited for time. Radio Memphis. Oh, yeah. Hey, hey. How's it going? Howdy. Yeah, that nearly caught me by surprise. Even though I was looking at the yeah, clock. Saying, we were talking attention. about swastikas. Things get away from you. Well, they yes, do. Yes, right. <laughs> that can become a problem. And... Uh, <laughs> We're easily derailed in here. Uh, right? yeah, oh, God, just, that's true. Yes. Swastikas can in, ignite any conversation. Any like, conversation. I feel yes, yes. <laughs> it's, it's the conversational hand grenade. You can always drop <laughs> yeah, that in at any point. In, and, in, any old. Make a mess and then walk away. It works out pretty well. Also, uh, just to put a punctuation on that conversation, we were talking about the Printer's Alley building yeah. being sold to a new bar. Uh, the Daily Memphian shared a uh, article about it on their Instagram, and they referred to the old Printer's Alley as a uh, eccentric fun bar that has closed or something. I was like, that's a weird way to say coked in. Yeah. Yeah. That that place oh, was closed because it was a nuisance. Was? Yeah. yeah. Oh, absolutely. It was closed because of its problem with the community, not because it wasn't making money. I think it was making fine money. It was making more money than any bar in this town. <laughs> and they only serve like white claw and beer. They I had like, someone approach me and tried to sell me cocaine. I'm like, oh, you're cold calling now. Yeah. Just assume just, that if I'm here. Yeah. It's like in Miami, when you're walking down the street in Miami, people just go cocaine. And you're, you're like, <laughs> is that a whiskey? <laughs> they do. Is yeah. that a, what kind of phantom just what? passed me? Yeah. Oh, yeah. All, I mean, that's any, like, uh, they do that in, like, uh, beach, res, beach, re, they do it in San Francisco, <gasps> they do it in beach resorts in Mexico. People just whisper whatever, like, ecstasy. And you're like, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> <laughs> What are you holding? It's like, it's like you go to the shows and the scalpers out there, I need tickets. Oh, yeah. it's like, I need Coke. Yeah. yeah. That's the way it works. Oh, my God. Micah Winter Cole is in the room. Micah, thank you so much for popping in. I am yes. so grateful to be here. And also, thank you for saying my full full name. Well, I, I wanted to get that right. I know that's important. I, it's, it's important to my husband, I think. Yeah. Well, of course it. it is. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. Well, congratulations. I understand you just got married not long ago. Right? Uh, about seven months ago. Yeah. Seven months ago. Congratulations. The, the Still Ameri a newlywed. The American dream, as they say. Yeah, yes. Yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, definitely. That's uh, that's awesome. Um, and I when we when we started talking about you being here today, I was getting messages from folks from all over that said that. That you know, Mike is the best. You you are really good at what you do. Thank you. As a drag performer, and <clears throat> there's so many drag queens that might hear you say that and be so irritated. I am one of the best. <laughs> I don't mean to have any enemies about me, but I don't I am, care. I don't care. You're here, yeah, so you're I'm the best. I'm the best in the room. Yeah. You're that's the best. Sure. That's right. Yeah. That's true. That's I don't true. mean to shit on you, Hillary, but I'd say I'm probably the best in the room. <laughs> um. I, I mean, let's go ahead and jump in. I mean, let's, let's, let's deal with the elephant in the in the room, metaphorically speaking. This whole business with this law. Yeah. Um, yeah. Has it come into effect yet? Or April first. April first. Um, which is funny because most April bills that Fool's Day? yeah, absolutely. Most bills That's that dumbest shit. Uh, most bills that get passed in Tennessee and, and everywhere go into place uh, July first. Um, but July is after June. June is Pride Month. And June is when we have our Pride festivals, and so oh. the. the the governor expedited the process and put it at April, uh, what a April 1st. Tool. Uh, it won't affect us, though. I mean, uh, Steve no, Mulroy. No, not. Well, Steve Mulroy, who uh, is a bundle of worms in and of himself. He's uh, our district attorney, yes. 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 Uh, sweet man. Um, <laughs> uh, he has indicated that he's not going to. Um, act on this bill. So, as far as I'm concerned, Pride will still happen, and I know that uh, Mid-South Pride is moving forward with their plans, and I'll Good. be a part of those plans, Good. too. That, no, that's fantastic. That needs to happen. Yeah. Well, also, I was just about it hard, and it would almost be, I almost wish they would attempt it. The comical nature of them arresting thousands of people and drag right. it uh, on Beale Street really sounds enjoyable to behold. Um, I'm almost sad that it might not happen, yeah. but yeah. it would be the only recourse. There's so many people that dress in drag, or whatever right. you would recall drag. So many people Dress in costume or whatever. On right, that right, so. right. And are they really? Like, I wonder if they'll, they'll really go after drag kings in the same way they're going after drag queens. Because I, you know what I mean. Like I just don't yeah. see that being. Uh, you, you know, I, I I think that a, a large section of the uh, outside of the queer community barely understand drag king or don't have never been the introduced term, to that right, terminology right. or what yeah, that is. Yeah. And also, I think um, uh, this is just uh, a true nature, not what is right or wrong. But uh, there's a term passable, and a lot of drag kings tend to be more passable when drag queens if, if you're as broad shouldered as I am and uh, six there's a certain six obviousness two. to it yeah. right, right. like well duh that's a man my god 
<laughs> I, I don't that's, know. That's part of the joy of going to the show, though. Yeah. I mean, there's because it's such an all-encompassing thing that everybody knows what they're going to see when they attend these shows, and they are going to be entertained. Yeah, they want to. People want to go and see a guy that can deadlift 425 uh, <laughs> on, on a on a dime, which is me. Yes, that's dre- you. Dressed in glitter and looking almost like a woman. But looking He's fabulous, great. nonetheless. Looking fabulous, fabulous yes. Anyway, yeah. yeah. Oh, just just the pure style. Uh, uh, Bella Duball at um, uh, the Atomic Rose. She's the host of the Atomic Rose. Yeah. The the weird outfits that she comes up with. One of which recently was this giant snake costume that she came up with. Is uh, I, I just don't think that you could look at it possibly and think like, well, that person's one trying to be a real woman because I don't. Right, I mean, right. she is dressed as a snake. It is just a, an interesting costume, right. um, but also that someone would try to legislate that instead of all the other things we got going on. No shit. Snake costumes. Everybody can carry a goddamn gun, but you go and you go to a drag show, and there's going to be a problem. Yeah, I mean, yeah. we've got banks left and right here lately that have uh, been deregulated by the federal government, imploding upon themselves. Mm-hmm. And really, me, uh, I, I just did an event where a drag queen dressed as a dog. She so was a dog drag queen. It was four dogs. The alive. Rescue Memphis event. Yeah. But uh, uh, that's more important than people losing millions of dollars at whatever bank is imploding right. at the, any given moment. Yeah, right. Protect, Dog the, drag. protect the children, you know. You know come protect on. the children, child poverty. Like, I mean, school. Well, like, school what, 30% of the, yeah, let's 30% take the guns out of schools for a Are living in poverty or are food oh, insecure? Oh, yeah. But like, and they're cutting back on SNAP and you know the food stamps, and they're trying to do all That's of right. that. That's right. They're trying to, to do away with a lot of that, you know, or well, reduce I, I it. I don't think that anybody, even cons- I, I'm a hairdresser by trade and a real estate agent, so I have lots of clients that I speak to uh, in a rotating way. And every client that I've asked, can I have a lot of conservative clients too about what they think about this? Nobody likes it for a myriad of different reasons. One of the main reasons is is that it dictates a lot about ourselves that. Um, most people would find non-constitutional. It dictates what you can wear and what you cannot wear. When right. Otherwise, there are no rules that specify what we wear. In the bill, it says that a male can impersonate a female and a female can impersonate a male. And But there's no other law in a in America that dictates what women wear or do not wear well, right. or what men wear or do not, wear. Do not wear. So right. is the slippery slope that uh, they might indicate later that women actually have to wear a certain outfit or uh, men right. have to wear, this is what you are supposed you to go look back like. to a, a, I'm wearing fucking pants. Like, yeah. Yeah. Technically. You're in drag. Yeah. You're in pants. Yeah. Uh, Why do you hate America so much, Hillary? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Well, don't get her started. Oh, yeah, <laughs> That's a whole conversation. Well, you bring up a good point here because, and I have a copy of the Constitution. I never leave home without it because you never, you I never got know. One in my bag too. Oh God. Um, the First Amendment is what this boils down to, yeah. quite frankly, yeah. and it's the freedom of speech. And it says here, quite, quite plainly, Congress shall make no law res- uh, uh, respecting an establishment of. Um, uh, I lost my place here, of uh, religion or prohibiting the free exercise thereof or um, uh, bridging the freedom of speech. <laughs> my goodness. Or of the press or the right of the people to peaceably assemble, blah, blah, blah. It is freedom of the speech. It's yeah, entertainment. It's, it is. It's parody. Also, like... And it's family-friendly, too, by God, usually. Disney princesses aren't real princesses. Like... Yeah. So Don't shatter my what? illusions. Yeah. <laughs> You know, what I, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't understand. There's a fourth wall. I don't, I, <laughs> there is. I don't understand. Some of them how, like, come busting right through that fourth wall, too. I, like, especially because kids don't care. So, like, no. if, if a Disney princess well, also, okay, kids, want- kids invented drag. Kids invented. Yes. Uh, I wasn't the first person to say that, but it is it, absolutely true. Dress Ch- up. Dress up was invented by children, and if you don't give children parameters, as my parents often didn't give me when I was a kid, we dressed all kinds of different ways. So did sure. I. I mean, yeah. I remember walking in my dad's um, cowboy boots, bolo tie, and cowboy hat, and in some other garment of my mother's, and I don't know what I thought I was, but I was parading around right, and, and right. just well, having a time just having a time and there was no I didn't as a child you just don't conceive gender you don't conceive no. what it means to dress a certain way until someone instructs you and so uh, the government would like us to not only instruct children but instruct adults that there is a right. way in which we're supposed to behave and, and yeah, what's the language that's in it is that you are supposed to dress to the assigned gender, I think is at, at birth. But uh, uh, well, also this specific bill. They have some other bills in the works that have all kinds of different language. This specific bill that they already passed um, 
also mostly just mostly dictates that you should not impersonate a gender that is not your own. Um, it does not specifically define what, how do you define what your own gender is, but it says that you shouldn't impersonate a gender that is not your own. Um, and you shouldn't, uh, and that doing so is a, is in a purient nature, um, indicative of so, so shakespeare would have really pissed them the fuck. well that's what i said what happens when they do 12th night at tennessee tennessee shakespeare well and also because or comic cons or well, comic cons or any of that well, stuff one um i've i've done so much theater in which i've been women so i've done the mom and hairspray before at harold theater i've uh, the past couple seasons i've been the mother ginger and the nutcracker at the orpheum with ballet memphis right um and uh at the, at the in the nutcracker uh 13 little girls from the age of 7 to 12 pop out from underneath my dress and dance and little dances and then re-enter my dress and we leave and i wave goodbye yeah it's kind of odd in and of itself but uh, I think that is uh, not something that they were even mentioning, but it fits into the bill, right? I'd right, be doing right. drag in front of children. They'd be in, in my garment, even. Um, they're part of the act. They're part of yeah, the act. Yeah. You felon. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, the, the interesting thought part about that is, like, also, I'm not sure, I, I want to say it's a couple hundred years old, but how old is the Nutcracker? They've been doing Mother Ginger this oh, way yeah, for, yeah, yeah, forever. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so, it, this is an age-old, y'all mentioning Shakespeare, it's an age-old thing. But also, this bill specifies that cross-dressing um, if that's the terminology you want to use, is purient in nature or perverse yeah. in nature. Um, and though um, not all drag is that. I mean, there are certainly a lot of drag queens who I see that are fully clothed. From You cannot possibly see any inch of them with the amount of garments they're wearing or right, whatever. Right, um, Pantyhose and et cetera. There's no part of them that is exposed. But also, it though I don't necessarily want to perform in front of children in some kind of perverse manner, being perverse or purient or however you want to say it is also our constitutional right if we so wish. Absolutely. Um, if you don't like it, don't go. Right. If you don't like it, don't expose your children to it. Don't, don't Burlesque. Are you going to take a kid to a bar and see a burlesque show? No. Come also, on. that's another thing. These bills have are legislating something that hasn't actually happened or been a problem. Correct. Um, even if you venture into the transgender, they did a, a bill for transgender youth here mm -hmm. in Tennessee. Well, there have not been trans Transgender youth transitioning uh, before 18 here in uh, right. Tennessee. Mm -hmm. It has happened other places, but it's not. They're legislating problems that have not arised. Uh, whether or not they even become issues later, I don't know. But this all stems from Tennessee trying to compete with Florida. Oh yeah, yeah, that's what we've been saying. And hopefully, too. we'll lose that one. Yeah, uh, I mean, yeah. I don't. It's it's a shitty um, a competition that I that gets probably <laughs> shitty prizes. <laughs> yes, it is. Yeah. Um, and I don't want to be a part of it. But uh, Ron DeSantis was trying to legislate against the Palace Bar in uh, Miami, and the Palace Bar had an incident which Ron DeSantis became aware of, where a, a young person, I want to say that person was like four or five years old, was a little girl, mm -hmm. uh, was on the sidewalk or outside of the bar in some way, and they do their brunches in broad daylight. They do them on the patio, right? And it trans gender performer from my understanding wearing a bikini with maybe some dollar bills and it was doing a number um, and that little girl uh came from outside of the bar to give her a dollar. The girl takes it yes. um, and goes about her act. Well, there's a picture of her taking the dollar bill. From this kid. Yeah. Oh, so okay. I have a sister who lives in Florida and is more conservative than than I. Um, and she, when I was last visiting her, uh, she lives in Jacksonville, um, she asked me what I thought about it. And I thought maybe the conversation she was going to put at me was in the opposite. So I said, you know, I could see where there would be a parent that, see, that sees that picture and has a problem with it. And I understand wanting to protect your children from viewing that kind of thing but i don't know if it should be legislated against but you should, if you want to protect your children you should have that right whatever my sister said well you know micah there's a nude beach across the street from that bar good point oh very good point i mean if you don't want your children to see stuff that is your job in which to be to, a parent to parent them yes, to, to yes. shield well, them and, if necessary and that's the problem so many parents don't parent yeah. anymore. Well, they're relying on everybody else to do that work right. for them. I yeah. Have, I have been around gay, trans, just, I've been a part of the queer community my entire life. My mother's two best friends were gay, and everybody around me was gay growing up, and I'm not gay, unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't right, understand, right. like, like, exposure to no, drag or exposure no. to homosexuality doesn't make you gay. No. It doesn't, like, there's, it's weird. Oh, they think they're going to catch the gay if they go to these shows. Oh, they think, should be so lucky to catch the gay. Right, <laughs> right. they should be so lucky, you know? Uh, yeah. I, I mean, I've been trying. Yeah. I've been everything. <laughs> I mean, uh, I think that uh, one, it's, it's, 
obvious that you can't catch being queer. Oh, of course. But also that there's nothing wrong with being queer. Which, no, there's not. Which is obvious. But I, what I've said, and I've done a, quite a few of, of these type of interviews lately. And what I've said, uh, I said it to the New York Times, to Rolling Stone magazine, to all these people, is that also most of these drag queens, whatever you want to believe around the proverbial word normal, a lot of drag queens are really just freaking normal. I mean, I got married this summer as you guys specified. I went on a honeymoon. I work every day. I pay bills. I work on my credit score like everybody else. You know, I've got... You're living your life as a citizen of the United States of America. Yeah, I pay all of my taxes. Uh, I'll say that to a camera if I know you've got a web camera. I pay all my taxes um, whether I want to or fucking not. not. Right. Um, And uh, and I have a high health care. I'm just like everybody else in a lot of different ways other than I also have a superpower where I know how to style a wig um, which I wish more people would educate themselves on we'd be a happier place (laughs) or go see you or go see me pay me to do it but uh, I I believe in capitalism I uh, you know I I'm a strong asset to my I'm not just a member of my community but I'm an asset to my community right I'm a part of uh, uh, a productive member of society I'm a productive member of society and so are everybody else that I know that are drag queens drag queens are the most charitable people that you have ever met in your whole life if you've met mm-hmm. one. Oh, yeah, I've probably donated more to charity than anybody else in this room. I don't know what y'all's history is, but yeah, I, yeah. I've been a part of so many organizations that donate big sums. I am, right, and right. I and I help them make those sums and am fine with them giving it away. Friends yeah. of George's, which is a all-drag theater troupe that I'm a part of. I'm a board member there. We have a show in April. You can see it at friendsofgeorges.org if you want tickets. Um, <laughs> we'll get to all that. Uh, um, <laughs> We're definitely going to let you promote your stuff. <laughs> Friends of George's donates its profits uh uh, in its entirety to um, a 5013C of our choice. We're also a 5013C. Um, this year it is choices. We're giving, uh, we've already given them about $20,000. I don't know if I'm supposed to say that, Friends of George's, sorry. And we're giving them all the proceeds to our next show. So we're hoping, I think we have a goal of thirty dollars to $35,000 for the year. Um, uh, that's to choices. I'm on the board of Hope House. Hope House it works to uh, enrich the lives of families that are suffering from a diagnosis of HIV, either mm-hmm. themselves or the parent. It's usually, um, they focus a lot on children of daycare age. Um, so it's children in, uh, affected or infected with HIV, and mm-hmm. they have also a lot of he- other health in, uh, problems that come up with that. Um, and I've worked with the Alive Rescue Organization, right, which is a right. foster-based uh, dog rescue. And there's a lot of good, I'm just one person I know of that are on many boards like that. A lot of drag queens are so connected to their community in that way. And villainizing them and taking them out of the equation does not improve our community. It is no. a deterrent and it is a negative. Yeah. Oh, I agree. Yeah. 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 What do they find out that some drag performers are not even gay? Oh yeah! When I was in when I was in high school, I knew that would get you going. When I was in high school, my history teacher, who was arguably lesbian-ish, um, ish, um, she was married to a man. Ish, yeah. She was married to a man that performed in drag at Spectrum on the weekends, and it was a well-known fact. And they were married and had some kind of you know whatever arrangement they had going on. But he considered himself a straight person. His business, yeah. Um, But it is not all queer people. No, drag drag isn't just. That's for queer people. No. No. no well, no. you know, it, it, we've talked about this. It, it's an act. Well, of course yeah. it is. It's show and business. I mean, for God's sake. As say. a performer, I, I I portrayed women on stage. Yeah. I almost did. Hairspray? Edna. Uh, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. a great role. You should do it. Yeah. It's a great role. I was put on hold for that. I'll tell you about that later. Mm-hmm. Was, but uh, I, I just, <laughs> this just, it's annoying. This is all annoying. Well, because it it well, really doesn't. My my problem with it, and not only the fact that it, it's annoying and it's actually it's offensive, really. What well, the state it is offensive, but, but my fear is though is that the the peaceful noncompliance, right? Going and doing these right. shows, oh, I'm yeah. I'm worried about these red hat wearing motherfuckers that are going <laughs> to show up and cause trouble. You know who I'm really worried for isn't. Um, you guys can see me in front of you and you realize who I am, right? right. I'm someone who blends into society very well. Sure. I am white and I'm cisgendered. I'm, I am got m- arm muscles. I am mm-hmm. not someone who is um, six, one, six, two, And I'm not someone who walks around in fear 
almost any of the time. Right. Um, because that's what society allows for me. What I actually am fearful of is not like bars like the Atomic Rose and the Queens mm. that have uh, performed there, but there are other um, black clubs, which I have never performed at um, because those aren't my spaces. Mm-hmm. Um, would love to someday. But uh, there's other black clubs or uh, clubs that are... Um, uh, more members of the minority yeah. and those people are at a bigger disadvantage. They won't have, I've already had so many lawyer clients. I have clients that are lawyers, friends that are lawyers. Mm-hmm. I have so many of them reaching out to me, offering me some kind of legal assistance if I get into trouble or whatever. Sure. sure. I'm That's a, cool. I'm a well, yeah, very cool. I'm a well-connected individual and what I worry for are people not like me. Right. Uh, people who are uh, <clears throat> in a minority, people of color, people who are in a minority group, transgender people. Mm-hmm. Um, this right. bill is kind of a red herring. Uh, a lot yeah, of people yeah. would talk about that. Well, it puts a target on everybody's yeah. back. Yeah. So, so say you're a trans person and you're a comedian like Hillary, and you're just doing your set. Are you performing in drag? Is that what they're going to call you? Uh, or say you're just someone who's in the non-binary and they're walking around um, dressed in some kind of way like I dressed when I was a kid in half male, half right, female right. garments, and they're just parading around. Are they? Performing in the eyes of a police member that's gone rogue and just wishes to enforce that law that day. Right. Um, uh, there's a lot of different gray areas which the bill leaves on purpose. No, yeah, of course. The, the bill's purpose really isn't to affect people like me. I don't believe that. I don't believe that the bill has uh, got a um, sole purpose to single people like me out. Really, it leaves a gray area of destruction for people who aren't as privileged as me. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, uh, and specifically, trans people. I really worry about what the future of being trans means in the South. It was already difficult and now uh, what this bill does for drag queens and for trans people, trans people specifically, is it puts a target on us. Mm-hmm. It, it, it does. It dictates to people in the base of Bill Lee or whomever that drag queens and transgender people are by their nature dangerous and uh, perverted and some combination of the both. And see, I see it as completely the opposite. The people that are Attacking are the ones who are dangerous and mm, perverted. Well, they won't admit this that they look up. at a, a, a guy in drag and go, "Wow, he looks." Oh, I'm not supposed to. Oh, I'm gonna. Oh, I'm gonna have to hit a break here. Uncomfortable. I'm gonna have to hit a break here. But during this break, I want you. Idiots. I want you to show Micah the website we talked about yesterday. Oh, yes. Um, if you've not seen this, this it's governorbilllee.com. Oh, I heard yeah. about it. I heard about it. Let's see it. I and posted what, it. And what happened? And it's it's. It's fucking delicious. It really is. But it talks about their lieutenant governor who was... McNally. Yes, who was doing the things that he was doing, even though he's against all this stuff, and then he got caught with his hand in the cookie jar, and it's... I really I, don't understand. Like, I mean, I understand the sort of proverbial closet, whatever, but, like, you're making your own lifestyle illegal, like, to some... Or, you know what I mean? Like, when you're trying... Well, to- where does it stop? I would and love, that's the problem. When we return from break, I'd love to talk about outing people as far as McNally. Let's do that. All right. We'll okay. uh, we'll take this break. We'll be back with more. Micah Wintercole is in the room. Is, is Hillary? She is here. Hello. She's being a handler. <laughs> Handle this. Handled. We'll be right back. Get plugged into Radio Memphis and social media. Like and follow us on Facebook. Plus, all your favorite shows and personalities have their own pages. We can also be found on Twitter and Instagram. Keep up with the latest happenings from your socially connected station, Radio Memphis. Radio Memphis. Uh, yes, we're back uh, here in the studio here on this Friday. Michael Winter Cole is still with us. Thank you Howdy. again. Thank you for coming. Thank you. Thank you for having me. My favorite, we were just talking about that website when you left. GovernorBillLee.com. My favorite was the quote from his penis. And it says, I see him every day and sometimes when it's least expected. We used to play all the time when we were young and free. But lately, it's only when he's alone and crying. I hate feeling his teardrops as he holds me. <laughs> Billy's penis. <laughs> Do we know who made this or does no, it show? No, they're not. No, but nobody it's beautiful. Said, it's, it's, they, his site was coming up for renewal and he didn't renew it and somebody jumped in on it and grabbed it and did this lovely work of art. You can't find out who owns a um, a, a website like that? You can, oh, sure. but you can pay yeah. extra money to not. To be concealed. That's yeah, to right. be, it's like having right. an unlisted number. Yeah. Is what but I'm sorry, to. if I had done this, You'd let it, your name I'd on. let my name on yeah. it, man. I but would totally, I'd advertise. Now, also, also on that site, there's there's a thing that's coming up in May, I think it was, they're going to live stream off of GovernorBillLee.com, and I think it's Drag Queen Storytime. Oh, oh right, right. Um, you know, back to uh, putting your name on the website. There's, yes. That has been coming up a lot in conversation as people have been like protesting and doing things like that. Um, uh, an organization I'm a part of got asked to be a part of a lawsuit recently, and we're considering it blah, against the bill and mm-hmm. uh, how it um, 
uh, marginalizes or paints us. Uh, I think one of the things that we said is uh, we would the lawsuit would include some defamation characteristics. Yeah. yeah. Um, but the the interesting part is, and this reminds me of like 70s, 80s, 90s vibes, is that some people actually, some well-respected members of the community that I'm friends with, uh, are nervous to put their name on it. They're mer- nervous for retribution. And I, I, I did not. I get that. I, d- but I didn't think that. No, I wholeheartedly understand it because um, there's a lot at risk for some people. Sure. Um, I'm a little less at risk. I work for myself and. I'm fine, but right, um, and you are who you are. And and I, you make uh, no. You Google my first and last name, it, it, in in or out of drag, it pops up. Right, there's no right. hiding from it. Um, but and I'm happy about that. But um, for some people, there, there really is a, a big ask. I mean, uh, and what happens yeah. to them if there is retribution? One of my really really good clients who has a go- a government style job yeah. would like to be more outspoken, and he has the background to back it up, and he could definitely be such a great voice. But he really thinks that he would lose his job, so he's on the fence. And about I think being that's involved. sad. Well, it's sad in 2023. It's something I would have expected. Well, in yeah, the yeah, 80s or 90s. exactly. Our government still tries to legislate morality. And yes, when you and that's the problem. When you attempt that. You be, you create an unsolvable situation. That's right. There's no way to solve it at that point, except for live and let live. You know? Right. Let it be. Right. If you don't if you don't like gay marriage, don't be gay and get married. You know. Right. Right. If you, you don't have to participate. Yeah. I just can't, can't believe we're having these conversations because I'm I'm going to be 45, and my whole life, like my friends were out in high school, like. Being gay was never a thing. Uh, no, I, and like, I had friends that were out in high school. Well, you know, RuPaul talks about the pendulum of queerness. Queerness in America is uh, set onto a pendulum. Mm-hmm. We're in. I mean, you look at um, the '90s, which were so gay, and then um, we get Bush as president, and a lot of people go back into the closet. Uh, and then the Defense of Marriage Act and the Don't Ask, Don't Tell bills are so right. enforced and strongly. Um, uh, backed by the U.S. government, the people really go back into the closet, even after the 90s, where you have mm-hmm. queer as folk right. on television and et cetera. Right, right. Um, and then you have RuPaul's Drag Race and other gay programs that enter the scene in 2010, and it really busts wide open. And then in, in 2016, I think we get gay marriage. And so for me, as a gay person, especially in the last, being a drag queen and a gay person, especially the years right before the pandemic, I thought it was an over situation. I really thought like, well, we solved that one. That's I did We'll too. never have to worry about that yeah. either, yeah. Yeah, to, to think that uh, one of the bills that they're uh, contemplating in our own legislator in Tennessee is that they want to roll back uh, protections for gay marriage and interracial marriage at uh, for the right. county clerk level. Yeah, the county clerks could de- deny that based on their own religious. That's beliefs. a Tennessee See, thing. Yeah, I, I've heard about this, but you're a representative of the government at that point. But you're a representative of the Tennessee government, and, and, the, and that's they a give federal you, law. They give you protections as a clerk. You I, can and say, they I just do don't that. like this. I don't think they, they shouldn't do that. Well, you take it up with your lawyer. You are working for a government entity, and you cannot, you can't do that when you're the government. That's correct. It's no, that's not well, acceptable. Uh, it's just interesting because. Uh, it, I guess it instills to me and may, probably a lot of other uh, liberally minded voters that there is no rest period. We And we probably saw that with Trump too. Like we we got Obama into office. We got him for two terms. Mm-hmm. He did marginally good work, if I could be honest. Sure. Um, and then uh, everybody felt kind of safe that yeah. that Hillary Clinton was a, a great candidate. Whatever you think about Hillary Clinton is your business, but she was a great candidate for office. We thought it was in the bag, a woman president. Many people are going to like that. This is going to happen. And, of course, Donald Trump's who she's running against, that's laughable. And I think people took a break. And then everything fell apart. Yeah. Um, I think there's yeah. a lot of uh, people who will do that again in the next election cycle. With Biden, people, God, Biden has not. made people feel a little bit safe, which I, I don't feel safe under him necessarily. Yeah, but right. Biden right. has made people feel safe and liberal liberals are feeling a little bit like the world is set right and they can take a back seat oh, again. Oh, no. I but don't these see bills, it that These way. bills suggest otherwise. Yeah. I'm almost, almost we might be glad these bills get introduced so liberal-minded voters like ourselves are... Will fight. More, more mm-hmm. hard fighting in the well, next one. Well, I think that liberal-minded voters are going to continue to fight because of what's going on with women. I oh, mean, yeah. Just well, thank God, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. like the gay stuff aside, like, you know, drag bills aside, like, there, it's 
horrible. Well, the bills that they, that they target, uh, like we were talking about earlier, some of these bills also target women in an underlying way. They target anybody that's not a cisgendered man. Anybody who doesn't a fit A cisgendered in, white White man. man. That's what this is all about. Yeah, protecting the majority. Protecting the cisgendered white men. And I, I don't understand what's being attacked. Yeah, you say Why you're are, fine. Like I said earlier, I walk through life just fine. I Everything is fine. Yeah. So what is what is their what is their problem? Yeah. Yes. What is what's the root of this whole bill? Well, I think, and we were going to talk about this before we went to break, and I'd love to bring it up again. Yes, please. Um, outing people. Um, McNally, our lieutenant governor, has been commenting, and I don't know if y'all saw the pictures he was commenting on, but yes. they were fresh. No, they were. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. And they're on that website. Yes, they too. are. Um, they yeah. were pretty fresh, and they, I saw, the funniest thing about it to me, and I'm kind of deviating is that yeah. they interviewed that young man uh, or who however that person identifies on uh, a website and they, it was a video interview and he had like painted on eyebrows and all this lip gloss on and he was like yeah he's been a fan of mine for years <laughs> 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 it was delicious but um uh there is a if, cis, if you're wondering what cisgendered white men are afraid of is that they may not feel they exactly identify with how they feel that they should identify. I think you see that a lot in our U.S. government. Uh, you have. Um, but why does this have to be everybody else's problem? Oh, uh, because you're, we're not in power, and our, the people in power give us their problems. Oh, Good I point. just realized the lieutenant governor. Yes. If you cut the last letter off his first name, his name is Rand McNally. <laughs> Rand McNally. That's the the all-knowing encyclopedia that he is. I, you know. Well, just the fact his name is Randy is pretty funny. Well, <laughs> Lieutenant Randy. <laughs> Lieutenant Randy. Well, that's a that's a stage name. Yeah. If I ever heard um. Well, and so. I, I don't know if I love the culture of I don't know if I love the culture of uh, outing people for their queerness or mm -hmm. anything at that level, um, and we've been you know we have a history of being so against that um, as a queer community like that's a private matter. That, but these men like Lindsey Graham, like George Santos, yes. uh, uh, McNally. I mean, there's a certain level of deserving. I mean, they deserve to be outed. They're mm -hmm. working against mm -hmm. their own personal interests, and that's what I don't understand. Uh, like, Why not like be gay George and free? Santos is speaking in favor of of anti-gay. Well, anti let's just be honest about George Santos. He has a mental illness or something. Oh, oh yeah. There's, there's something, something deep definitely wrong with him. Is Andrew Cunanan light? That's yeah, what, that is exactly he, what he well, is. Well, he's also just registered for to run for a second term. <laughs> yeah, he did that yesterday. However, they said he's not really showing any signs of it. He just registered. He's continuing to raise money for running. So he, couldn't, sure. he couldn't raise he any couldn't money. Raise until the he, money unless he said. Well, he also he can use run. the money. Uh, I believe he can use the money he's raising currently as in his legal defense. So uh, you can use campaign <laughs> he's funds. He's gonna need it. Well, yeah, he is. <laughs> But um, all that aside, people like Lindsey Graham, even who um, has been widely reported that he is secretly homosexual, uh, which I think if you see an interview with yeah, him, it's not obvious. That, yeah. what's, <laughs> not big of a secret. Not big what's, what's the game you and Beth play? Uh, Southern or gay? Oh, I was taught that by my girlfriend. Uh huh. I didn't know about Southern or Southern gay. or gay. It's like, like gunfire or fireworks. It's it's like that. Yeah. Yeah. And, and Lindsay's like the poster and, child of oh, that. Oh yeah, yeah. I had never. Is heard he that just Southern before. or is he is he gay? I, no, you know. I, it's like I gay or European. Is it? Oh. <laughs> yes. Yes. Okay. British well, or yeah. gay? Yeah. Yeah. Well, always, usually, yeah, legally blonde <laughs> reference, but yeah. Um, <laughs> but. Uh, <laughs> McNally is McNally married? Does anybody know that that information? I don't know. I don't know. No, no, you can look that up. It doesn't mention it here. Mm. <laughs> when I first came to the South, you know, intense homophobia, but also lots of guys in short shorts and boat shoes and pink. I'm like, this is weird. Also, all that mudding stuff. Like, there's mm. a lot of like homoerotic, bro. Oh, yeah. like, I went stuff to Old Miss. I understand oh, the South and homoeroticism. I yeah. get it. It was fun in college. In real life, it's not as fun. No. <laughs> get over yourself. I, I'll say that... <laughs> That's hilarious. It was. That's a, um, I'll say that I also think that Lindsey Graham and George Santos and even maybe Lieutenant uh -huh. McNally, maybe less than him, but uh, Lindsey Graham and George Santos, they could have been gay and Ram. 
I mean, George Sanders kind of was. He kind of wasn't. Well, they they could be gay and run and just be gay Republicans. Gay Republicans exist and they want to vote. Of for course somebody. they do. Yes. Yeah. Buttigieg. Yeah. Well, he, I mean, he's, he's, he's a Democrat. He's not a Republican. No, no. But I mean, yeah. he's a politician. Yeah. And he was openly gay. Well, and he ran and, and very, he won. Very successful. At yes. What he does. But but uh, gay politician. I think that gay, uh, especially prior to this year, would have been not a big deal. I, uh, there are sure. a lot of gay Republicans. A lot of my f- gay friends act like Republicans, the white yeah, ones. So. Yeah, yeah. And they may be politically leaning in that direction. I mean, it yeah. happens. You know? Oh, I think Republicans are missing out on the gay base because they're, gays, by innate, their nature, probably also have people who um, believe in the fiscal nature of right. what it means to be a Republican right. or whatever. They're right. really right. shooting themselves in the foot when they're just like, oh, the gay community is off the table for us. Well, right. I mean, that is just one aspect. Again, gay people are by and large pretty normal other than whatever their sexual preference is. I, yes. but see, I, I or how they would define of normal. That's well, you I, know. I I don't see. I don't. I don't consider myself normal. So yeah, it, you know, it's kind of hard for me to compare. And you're a straight white guy, right? And I don't consider myself normal. I really don't. I look around at the other you liberal norms, stinking hippie, yeah. you know, and I'm like, wow, well, I don't fit in with these people. Yeah, well, I'm not. It's, it all def- it all depends on the definition, and that's all politics really is: is semantics and definitions. And you know these 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 stupid bills, the anti drag stuff is just like you said; it's just a target that's being painted, and, and it's it's an unfair thing. It's an un- it's an unfair thing. I think about my friend Sandy, uh, who is seventy years old. Um, he traveled with the circus for most of his life. Oh. Um, uh, do you know Sandy Kozik? I know the name. I don't know him. Um, he's a very prominent me- member of the theater society here. Um, he judges a lot of, for like the Ostrangers and etc. He's one of the judges. He right, sees right. a lot of the shows and right. uh, a lot of the high school shows and etc. And he's also a member of Friends of Georgia's, the uh, uh, theater troupe I'm a part of. He's a board member there. And um, he loves performing for children. It's been a passion of his. I mean, as his, as a clown, he has spent, sure. he spent decades and decades traveling the world as a clown. He did it in China and New Zealand oh, and wow. all over the world. Was a clown that performed for children, yeah. um, where language was even something that he couldn't express, but he expressed it through like uh, performance and sure. uh, in silent mime structure Big, and yes. sight gag. Sight gag. Oh, he's great at a sight gag, um, but. One of the people I was talking about earlier that doesn't necessarily want to put their name at the forefront of um, as the the Rosa Parks, if you will, of a movement like this is Sandy. Sandy wants to live his normal life. He's in retirement now. Sure. He wants to keep doing drag as a fundraising effort and keep it fun and light. Like we just did an event for the Alive Rescue Memphis uh, organization mm-hmm. called the Poskers, and he plays Joan Rivers and I play Melissa Rivers, mm-hmm. and we interview people with hairbrushes while they enter the red carpet, yeah. and it's stupid and it's fun, and we do it for free and it's for the doggies. Sure. Sure. And um, that's we were we got really hot when we were doing the Poskers. It was at the Cadre building, and it was really warm. This was just two weeks ago, and so he and I walked out onto the sidewalk where it was really brisk and windy out, yeah. and felt amazing under all that hair and stuff we were wearing. Right, right. And Sandy got nervous because children were walking by. He's like, "I think we need to go back inside." And Sandy was fully clothed. He was wearing a pantsuit. As Joan Rivers, it was wearing this like flowy pantsuit mm-hmm. garment. You couldn't see any part of him other than his face. He had a wig on and his big flowy garment. His face was the only thing <laughs> exposed. And he was like, "I feel uncomfortable. I don't want to get in trouble. We should go inside." That's just bullshit. See, that you have I, to go through that. You yeah. know, that's ridiculous. I, I would, I would just stay outside. Well, <laughs> push, I, I think push the envelope. And I, that's where I come in, and that's where I want <laughs> to be. Yeah. But yeah. I understand people like Sandy, and I understand that the. I understand that some people don't want to be like a super celebrity right. voice for a movement. Yeah. They just want to live their life. And that's what's the, the saddest part about these drag bills is that it's not going to affect, again, people like me. It's going to affect newbies to drag, right. young people who are thinking right. about gender expression and want to get into it. Right. It's going to pe- affect people like Sandy who are really just uh, towards are, towards the end of a career yeah. and really just want to rest on this and, and enjoy their life. And he should, at the sunset of your life in the 70s, you should... You should have the power to live your life in a calm and enriching way that isn't hurting anybody. And uh, this Tennessee bill really is causing so much pain to the people who are on the margins, the beginning and the ending of Mm -hmm. what it means to be queer. And I feel really bad. And I I hope that when I'm 70 um, in 40 something years... um, Or less than that, I guess. uh, 30 something years. I hope that... uh, 
that I have the ability to rest easy, do sure. drag when it feels like, uh, do a fundraiser when it's good, I, uh, to to enjoy my life, and that's what they're taking away from people. What was the story we did? Some I forget how when this was. It was over at the Museum of uh, Science and History, the Pink Palace. I've been yeah, there yeah, many yeah, times. Yeah. And there was, a, I think, there was a story time or something like that. It was a private event. No, it wasn't a story time, was it? But it was a private event. I do remember but that. But it was it was a, there was a bunch of drag queens that were going to be there for this, and and there were like. There were all these rednecks that were over there trying to enforce the good nature. They were right, over on private right. property in the midst of it. And then a cop shows up, made everybody nervous, and they wound up canceling the event. Yeah, so I was supposed to perform at that event. So you know the, you know the event. Yeah, so yes. the event was, uh, so, okay, the Pink Palace, which I really have a bone to pick for them. I hope they listen. Um, <laughs> I was uh, a part of a, um, a group effort, several LGBT Memphians, um, uh, contributed to this effort, but they did a last year from about May, end of May, early June to September of last year, uh, ended at the end of September of last year. And that uh, thing that you're mentioning happened in uh, the end of September. That's what it was. Um, yes. um, it was to close off a, uh, to close out a um, display that they had, uh, exhibit that they had about LGBT history in Memphis. Okay, yes. Um, and I helped with the exhibit. Um, it had, they had outfits made by a friend of mine for myself on display that I donated. They, um, uh, I did a sit down interview and so did 10 other uh, influential LGBT Memphians um, through the decades. Um, and it aired for months there. Peacefully, several people went and saw it. It was yeah. a nice little. Sure. Um, it was in, there was a Stonewall exhibit that is nationally touring that uh, came. And so they were in there in conjunction with one another. Right. Um, and so you could go through LGBT history in Memphis and then go through uh, LGBT history at a national level. Um, and it was really enriching to be a part of. Um, and they did a, a pretty good job with it. Um, and then it got down to close it. And uh, Friends of George's was supposed to help them close out the show. Um, and then there was a scheduling conflict and we backed out. Um, and so they had another drag queen host the show. And it was just supposed to be a small show. of an all eight. They, they promoted it. And this is where they got into some trouble. They promoted it as a um, family-friendly, all-ages drag show, um, which there aren't a lot of those I'd be honest right, with that. Right. Um, but they advertised it as such and the Proud Boys came and they protested on the outside um, which is all we saw on the news and etc yes. protested on the outside and it appeared to the naked eye that they protested on the outside and that they shut it down for the safety of the um, people inside and the police escorted them to their cars and the reality some a few proud escorted the Proud Boys to their cars no Escorted the drag queens. Y'all, okay. They asked us the to leave. Performers. They, so they did ask you to leave. They asked the performers to leave. They claimed it was for our safety, um, but they did not ask the Proud Boys to leave. They only asked the drag queens to leave. Um, in reality, what happened in re what happened in reality is three. I think it was three of them, maybe it was two of them, of the Proud Boys armed with automatic yes, weapons yes. Broke, yeah, we saw in, the pictures. broke into the Pink Palace and were had a presence inside the building. Um, they went through an exit that was unarmed or something, and they were inside of the Pink Palace, from my understanding, um, and they caught them. And then the uh, people who run the Pink Palace got uncomfortable and said they wanted the police to escort everyone out. Um, so... The optics on either side, whether you know the full story or just a story that was represented to the media, um, the optics are that um, the Proud Boys successfully shut down and yes, show. Yes, yes, yes. Um, yeah, that was and, the way it looked. And got, yes. got what they wanted. After that happened, the Pink Palace made no statement, um, quietly closed the exhibit and has yet to make any statement. Um, oh, what? Um, they they hosted. A, I was in drag at the Pink Palace two days afterwards, uh, or Mosh, or however you want to say it. I was there two days afterwards in full drag with a lot of other drag queens mm -hmm. for an event that wasn't about drag queens, but we thought it was important to show up. It was about. Uh, it was for. It was a fun private fundraiser for TEP. So TEP had rented out uh, for their gumbo contest, mm -hmm. and so that was the reason why we were allowed to be there. It was for a private event, um, and we were with the private event, and we showed up in drag. We took pictures inside of the museum mm -hmm. and etc. After that event, I don't know if I'll ever go back to Mosh and it, as a drag queen or uh, if we'll even be invited back. They've still not, it's run, it is, the director is a gay man, Kevin Thompson. I haven't heard from him. He never made a statement on his own personal social media because I'm friends with him on social media. Um, the mayor um, uh, at the Shelby County level and at the, the city level um, didn't make a statement. Um, uh, from my, they, I didn't see any statement from Not them. Not shocking, quite frankly, if you know those guys. Um, I, about Lee it. Harris, personally, I, I think he's 
a really great ally usually. Um, he has spoken out about the drag band. Yes. Um, and I, I do like him as a person. Um, the other, um, Strickland, Strickland yes. uh, mm-hmm. he has never been supportive of uh, gay people in Memphis. He has never uh, shown up to any event. We've had the um, representative, Steve Cohen, at the, the, the oh, national yeah. level, come to seven. I mean, he's been at so I've met him so many he's a cool freaking cat, times. Yeah. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, he's been so supportive. He goes out of his way to be supportive of the LGBT community in Memphis. Um, and we're a big voting block. And I hope that uh, Strickland, I don't think he'll be eligible. He's campaigned to be eligible again to run. But uh, he lost that. That's gonna Great. Yeah, he lost no. that. Um, but no. I hope that he never forgets the voting power of LGBT people in Memphis. Or anybody that's, that thinks like him. Yeah. yeah. They need to yeah. be aware of that. Um, and... Uh, it was really sad for the Proud Boys to shut us down, but the Proud Boys didn't just stop there. There was uh, in Overton Square where I have a salon that I work at. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, there was stickers from the Proud Boys that were constantly being put up for months after that endeavor uh, by the West Tennessee. It was the chapter they have chapters, and it was the West Tennessee chapter of the Proud Boys, and they were putting stickers everywhere that uh, they made the transgender flag into a swastika. They um, uh, had the gay flag up everywhere, and it had written across it "Groomers," which is ironically accurate. I am a groomer by trade, and it's my profession. <laughs> yeah, it's hair. <laughs> yes. Once again, semantics. Yes. Semantics, uh, correct. And yeah. we kept removing them. I even removed them and put some uh, uh, appropriate gay pride stickers up, and they were removed by the Proud Boys, and they put their and it went back and forth for months, and then eventually we just kept taking theirs down. They haven't put them up. They got tired. Of they it. got tired of it, and they stopped doing they it. They ran out of sticker money. Maybe uh, I don't support. They suppose that they're well funded, um, but um, it, it. I don't know how we started talking about this, but the the, um, the Memphis community at a surface level has been pretty supportive of the LGBT community. Yeah, but yeah. it is not pervasive throughout the entire city and um it's conver- in pockets yes conversations like this i think are important for that but and i've gotten a lot of support from my clients and etc here and there but i'll be honest with you and say that by and large i've been disappointed by the theater organizations that haven't spoke- yeah. spoken up about this um which i won't name them all because i love them and don't want to shame them but i would mm-hmm. love it if they supported us in this moment and they have not mm-hmm. um and you can probably name any theater company in uh memphis and they most likely haven't made mm-hmm. a comment on it mm-hmm. um and not a not a big comment um but I'd love to see them come out. I'd love to see Memphis celebrities at any level, uh, whomever they are, come mm-hmm. out and support it. Mm-hmm. We're not feeling a lot of... Su- we're sp- seeing general supportive nature from people who mm-hmm. invite but us to do quiet. interviews. But it's quiet. But it's quiet. Well, that's why mm-hmm. we wanted to have you here today. I appreciate it. And, uh, and anytime you want to... If you've got you know something you want to you know talk about, this is a platform for you. I would, I would love it. We built this for entertainment. Oh, you know, and I'm you're entertained par- by being here. Well, and you're part of the <laughs> entertainment community. Speaking of, if you, do you have any shows coming up? I have a couple things. What yeah. do you got? What do you got happening? Um, the uh, second and third weekend in April, uh, Friends of George's will do their. Uh, we do an annual variety show that we call Dragnificent. It usually has a theme. Mm-hmm. Uh, the former themes that we've had, we did the '70s. We've done the '50s and '60s. We've done. Uh, we've done a, a country one that we call Dragnificent: The Gay Ole Opry. Uh, <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, I love it. And this one is rock themed, and we're calling it dra- Drag Rocks. Um, and we've got some of the Cranberries and the uh, Edge of Seventeen vibes, oh, Joan wow. Jet vibes okay. happening. Um, and that goes up the second and third. We'll do six shows the second and third weekend of April at the Evergreen Theater. You can get tickets for that at friendsofgeorges.org. Oh. Me personally, outside of Friends of Georges, uh, I'm going to be a part of Dragon Drive this year. Dragon Drive was a response to COVID that happened in 2020 that uh, the Pride Festival here started doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mid-South Pride, and um, we record it in a, a week from now, which I've been working on it a lot. Um, I'm very excited about my number. Um, we do a couple of numbers, but we only get to do one number ourselves, and then we do some group numbers, and then they actually this year um, they're going to do, I think, some interview-based stuff, and etc. And so I'll be a part of that, and that actually airs at the uh, Summer Drive-In, as again, it was a, a response to COVID. Um, also, we uh, uh, in this aspect they almost didn't do it this year but uh think it's the safest way to have drag queens a part of pride if something else happens to drag queens being physically present in pride at least we'll have this so this will be no drag queens actually appear in person at dragon drive it is pre-recorded and aired like a movie so it's a virtual appearance right, right. Uh, all, uh, but people are uh, without uh, it being live yeah. so people show up in their cars like they do for any dri- drive-in yeah, movie yeah. um and it's, it uh there's concessions like any drive-in movie at the summer drive-in and um uh and they air a 
drag performance that they've cultivated and uh, this one's ed- it's edited by a great team uh, Ellen Phillips I think is her name and uh, all of her team she's Hoop Rebel on uh, she does a, she's a hula hooper um, but uh, they do a really lovely job filming it and so we'll do that again and I'll, I'll, I'm a part of that and I'm filming that next week awesome anytime you guys have something going on just just let us know I would love, you know, love, love it oh, yeah. Yeah. We're we're just as you know we're just a big of a platform as anybody else in this town. Yeah. So mm-hmm. you know we're here to help. And like I said, it's not just music; it's comedians, it's physical artists, it's what you guys do. It's it's all it's all part of it. And it's the community. And it's Memphis. fun. God damn, it's, it's fun. It's okay. Friends we're, of George's yeah. shows are really really good. Well, Friends of George's shows just to toot our horn. Well, Friends of George's uh, came out of George's uh, disco, um, which ran in different names and iterations from the 1970s to the 1990s, um, and then George. The owner of that establishment passed away, and I think it closed its doors either shortly before or shortly after his death. Um, they did a reunion in the 2008 or 2009 mm-hmm. um, of the drag queens that worked there and et cetera. Mm-hmm. And that reunion cultivated into a nonprofit. We were 5013C, and we started doing random. Um, uh, it's mostly drag queens now, still. Um, but uh, we started doing random fundraisers, and then we ended up being a theater troupe. And so we're the only, actually, the only theater troupe in Memphis that regularly writes and produces all of its own material. Um, so we don't usually, we haven't actually ever. Um, we'd like to perform other people's stuff because we're getting tired of writing our own stuff, to be honest. <laughs> um, we don't perform other people's stuff because it simply doesn't exist for what we're looking for. Right. We don't, we don't, we're not a cookie-cutter organization. We have seven-foot-tall women, um, and so we, there's not a lot of material for us, so we write right. our own. Right. Um, and we've gotten pretty good at writing our own. And we, uh, and to Hillary's point, um, it's a well-oiled machine at this point. Mm-hmm. And uh, we produce and write some really stand-up, top-notch material. Mm-hmm. Is it friendsofgeorges.com? Dot org. Dot Friendsofgeorges.org. 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 Um, and yeah. we also have merchandise for sale on our website. So if you'd like to pr- promote drag in your everyday, um, you can buy and wear our own merchandise. Just if you want to support, right. yeah, just you know, go get a t-shirt. Go, yeah. you know, get, and go to the show. I mean, Oh, it's going to be a fabulous, fabulous show. All the money will go to Choices. Um, and also, at one of the shows, or maybe a couple of shows, we'll have members of the TEP, Tennessee Equality Project, to talk about legal strategy mm-hmm. um, okay. in the lobby because that seems to be important for people in this day and age that want to be more involved in drag and in gay life um, that is constantly, as we're talking about, under uh, the eye. So Under the eye. Oh, yeah. oh God. That's not spooky enough. And you can find me at Miss Goldie D on Instagram. Yeah, Goldie D is your stage is your Go- stage work. I'm Goldie D. Collins. Um, Collins is the, the house that I associate with. Yes. I'm uh, a part of the House of Collins with the uh, matriarch being Camille Collins. Shout out to Camille. I love you. <laughs> That's awesome. That is fantastic. Micah, thank you so much for coming in. Oh, it's been very lovely. I hope to be back. I anytime. Really anytime you guys have something going on, if you want to you know, bring anybody else with you, you're more than welcome to. Make, uh, and now that I know that you'll have a webcam set up, maybe I'll show up in a, a lace front wig for you next Yes. Time. Well, I know there's a lot of work that gets uh, that goes that goes into you know getting yourself stage could ready. Could be worth it. It could, could be. be. It. it could be. Just That's for you guys. <laughs> oh, you're awesome. Goldie D. Collins. There it is. There Following. Thank you. <laughs> there you go. Thanks again. And uh, yeah, don't be a stranger. Pop in anytime. Thank you guys so much. Thank you, Hillary. Thank for you. Inviting yeah, thank you, Hillary, yes, for making that happen. Thank you. Yes. Yay. The proceeding was produced by Pirate Radio Studios Incorporated and originally aired live on Radio Memphis. Any offers or advertisement contained may not still be valid. All rights are reserved and copyright is held by Pirate Radio Studios Incorporated, Memphis, Tennessee. For more, look for all the RMOD players at radio-memphis.com.